So I want to acknowledge how weird, how odd it is to be here today with just four of your brothers and sisters from Trinity. I want to thank Alex and April and Colin for being here at a safe distance from each other um, to bring a little bit of what is so special and beautiful about gathering together in church at Trinity in our community. I want to say that it's so odd how um, to see empty pews, to see the streets with less traffic, to see every place that's public um, just a little bit of a ghost town, or at least much less full than usual. It reminds me of some movies I've seen, some uh, even TV series, uh, maybe Martian when they're making a, a recording for others to hear, um, when they're making scientific observations out in space, um, or that, that, that remade um, outer space series, Lost in Space. Everybody's always making a recording of what's happening. But thankfully for us, we're not having to make lonely scientific observations for people in future generations to hear. We are just, we're not going to outer space. We're going to our homes. We are going online. We are still connected to each other. And we're doing this because of Christ's mandate to love your neighbor. That is the summary of the law, love God and your neighbor. We're doing this because we have been told by people that are in positions of trust that in order to take care of the most vulnerable among us, the immunocompromised and immunosuppressed and those who um, may contract this um, coronavirus um, and it may be fatal. We've been told by the experts that we want to keep the peak of infections, the spread from up here to down here, which we've all heard that phrase now, we want to flatten the curve. So right now, flattening the curve means trying to stay away from each other physically, but staying connected to each other spiritually and looking for new ways to check on each other um, or even old ways, a phone call. <laughs> but in terms of service, even though we've live streamed at 10.30 for a long time, we have uh, here at Trinity not live streamed without a congregation. So we are a new territory. But again, we're doing this to flatten the curve of the spread of the virus so um, that we may protect those amongst us. It's an odd thing to do um, to, to try to shut down um, certain ministries and go viral with other, uh, virtual, uh, virtual with other ministries. I was very, very anxious on Friday for two populations in particular. One was our uh, 
Alcohol Anonymous, Alcoholics Anonymous group that meets here every week. And I, I was nervous because I know how important it is for recovery to meet together. So the staff and I here looked for um, uh, listings of virtual meetings. We printed them out and I went with trepidation up to the end of the AA meeting to make an announcement that we would be closed for at least two weeks. And, and I just felt so badly. I just had a lot of um, anxiety around this. And I was received with such grace, um, such grace. Instead of saying, what are we gonna do? The folks thanked us for the years and years that we had been open. And they thanked us for all of the support, support that we had given them. And they understood that now this decision to close um, was for the good of all. And they appreciated um, the, the thoughtfulness in making this hard decision. When the folks there said that to me, I felt like the pastor was being pastored to. I felt such a relief. I felt such a relief. As a pastor, as people of God, we are called to take care of each other. So when we're having to change how we take care of each other, there will be anxiety, there will be fear. But we need to respond with each other like the folks in that AA meeting responded to me. Thankful for what we've done, thankful for what we will be able to do, and understanding that now is a very, very special um, time. There was a, a woman, a pastor, who wrote a prayer that ended with, love right now looks like empty stadiums. She said, Yes, it's scary to see the streets deserted, the churches without congregants, the grocery stores with, um, uh, after the crowds, uh, pretty empty. To see the uh, theaters empty or shut, to see the stadiums empty. But instead of seeing that with fear, she invited us through her prayer to see that as what love looks like right now. Love looks like a church where four have gathered together to bring you, lead you through music and prayer, morning prayer, to stay connected, but also to keep all of us safe by encouraging us to stay home. So to the gospel, just a couple of things about this long and beautiful gospel, one of my favorites in all of scripture. First, somehow this is the perfect gospel for this Sunday, and it's a lectionary text. So the Holy Spirit somehow aligned our needs with the lectionary text. Jesus and the Samaritan woman meet at the well at midday. So think about that location, Jacob's well. Think about how many generations of people it had um, provided with the sustenance of life, water. 
And just the location of our gospel today gives us strength and steadiness and perseverance. I was able to visit Jacob's well, and there's still water that you can drink from it. That location has survived in history, ups and downs, wars and peace, uh, illness and prosperity, and it can be a sign for us these days when we're um, looking to um, change how we do things, uh, it can be a sign for us of perseverance and that even through the ups and downs of history, our, um, our places, our um, uh, sacred places stand strong. The other thing is, think about how um, Jesus met the woman at the well at noonday. If you read this gospel, if you spend any time with this gospel, you know that um, people don't usually go to the well at midday. It's the hottest time of the day. And the women in town usually went to get the water at, either at dawn or at dusk or both, but not at midday. So the Samaritan woman was maybe um, practicing some social distancing at her in her own time for whatever reason, we don't know. And Jesus was there. Jesus met her there as she was on her own. And Jesus was not afraid to be with her. And God and Christ and the Holy Spirit are with us all now, wherever we find ourselves, in our homes, in our apartments, even on the streets with our homeless neighbors. Jesus finds us there. Part of the conversation between Jesus and the woman was about where to worship. And I encourage you to go a little bit deeper and research on what that all means. But for the sake of staying a little brief this morning, I just want to say that my takeaway of that is that even though the building of our church is closed, Church is not closed. Church can happen anywhere. Church is where two or three gather together. Church is where you pray. Church is where you minister. Church is where you give to the poor. Church is where you love your neighbor. And while it is so important in regular times to gather together in community, right now you must be assured that we can worship God in our neighborhoods in our homes, by the work that we are able to do to support those who are most vulnerable. I think about how we had to close um, evening prayer with our homeless brothers and sisters, which as you know, we do Monday through Friday, lay led evening prayer. Uh, and then afterwards we give out sack dinners. We're gonna to continue to physically feed our homeless brothers and sisters, our neighbors, but we're going to have to pray spiritually, pray from a distance, and those teams that make the sandwiches and hand them out will be just small teams, so that again, 
we go along with the important need to flatten the curve of the spread of the virus. The woman at the well left her jar when she went to go tell the good news to her town that she had met the Messiah. The disciples left their nets. I love that we are able to think about what we have to put down in order to take the good news to people. For me, it feels like I have left the church building um, with the congregation, but we're going to evangelize, bring the good news in our continued ministry and in our continual virtual um, broadcasts. So remember, we will persevere with the water of living, the living well of Christ. We will be encountered and found and um, spoken the good news to by Christ, known by Christ, wherever we find ourselves. And we are asked to lay down some of the basic things that we need for our existence in order to, in this special time, continue to bring God's message of hope and health and love to our neighbors. Amen.